Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran, and you're listening to Mayo Are Back. Howie lads, Con Mort here, Mayo Are Back. Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's Mayo Are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking, just wanted to say, and Mayo Are Back. Hello, this is Kim Jong-un, and welcome to the Mayo Are Back podcast. How do? Pope Francis here, Mayo Are Back. Mayo Are Fucking Back. Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. They were fucking terrible. The, the worst shite you could ever watch. Hang on, hang on. Oh, I think we could be live. Hello, folks, and how do 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 out there to all the loyal Mayo or Back listenership around the globe. You're listening to the dulcet tones of TJ Finnerty here this evening, and I'm joined by a friend who some of you will know quite well. Others mightn't be as familiar with him, but his name needs no introduction. It's Fat Larry Kilgallen, all the way from the backwaters of Mayo. Fat Larry. How do do? How do TJ? How do to the Mayo are back listeners? We are back. I could say that it's hard to believe that we're back for season six, but in reality, it's no surprise at all. As we have always said, Mayo have not yet won the All-Ireland, so that means the show must go on. We sit here every January, TJ, myself and yourself, and we... We sit here talking into our microphone and very fittingly our microphone is made by a company which is spelled R-O-D-E and that usually describes very well how Mayo got on in their last game and no no more so than this year. It's a very fitting uh, word to be looking at as we record this podcast this evening. Fat Larry, you're absolutely right and I will start the season on the right note by echoing those sediments as far and wide as they can. Mayo were absolutely rode as you put it so eloquently and how do we bounce back from that? The Mayo were back diaspora have been genuflecting to themselves over the last couple of weeks and months and keeping the head down as it were but we have roared back into the national headlines again as is our want and that's a beautiful thing Fat Larry. I describe this Mayo team in the context of all the GA teams as the Bure who's never not putting something up on Instagram. Every single day of the week should be at something and at the weekend as well, rubbing it in your face. This is Mayo, dominating the headlines from Monday to Sunday, whether there's a game on or not. We're everywhere. And listen, we are fabulous, fine looking, handsome guys and we know how to use that social clout. But is it the best thing that we want for this Mayo team going forward? We see how we had that terrible, terrible start to the season in arguably the most prestigious competition of all, the FGG League. And at this point, I think before I go on and talk about the DFB League any further, um, I suppose TJ, myself and yourself would have taken... You know, we took the All-Ireland final loss to Tyrone pretty hard and I'll be completely honest, I couldn't uh, stomach logging into the Instagram or the Twitter page for a number of months, but it was very uh, heartening to see that when I logged into the, the Mayo or Back Instagram about four days after we had been unceremoniously dumped out of the DBF League above in the Pleasure Dome in Beacon, that there was some really fervent inbreds who were very, very upset and disappointed um, at our lack of, of content, I suppose, in the run-up to the DBF League this year. And I suppose at the top of the show, at the, the beginning of this new season, we would like to take this opportunity to sincerely apologise to those people who we upset by not giving due respect to that competition. Um, 
But I suppose in another way, it gives us a lot of hope. You know, there's inbreds there who are still hanging around. They are absolutely pleading for podcasts. They're they're gagging for content, as it were. And I suppose we're more than happy to do it. It's one of the, the, the good parts to come from Mayo constantly losing All-Ireland finals is that when the new year comes around, we're ready to go again as inbred as ever. Oh, 100% Fat Larry. My inbred levels are through the roof after the week that I've had. One young woman who got in touch with the page said to us that we were an absolute disgrace for the way that we have been carrying on. And I think that's the sort of attitude we need collectively as Mayo people. We need to get stuck right into each other. And, you know, as well as going at people from other counties, look within, look at the people around you, look at your close friend group and have a right good go at them. Get right stuck into them as people are doing to us. Because, you know, at the end of the day, that's what keeps you grounded. That's what keeps you wanting to perform well for the county. And the listeners of this podcast over five or six years will know we're here to air all of the dirty laundry in public, whether it's abuse fired at us or fired at anyone else in the, the Mayo circumsphincter of GA football, we are here to air those grievances as publicly and as loudly as we can, for better or for worse. Fat Larry, we're going to get right stuck into the tactical and analytical side of it, because I know just by looking at you, you've been manifesting yourself for weeks at the thought of talking about this. And one thing that you shared with me off the record, and you told me at the time to keep it off the record, but I will air this on the podcast. I will ask you this question. What have Mayo done in the off-season to reinforce their back door? Because yep. last year, in the <clears throat> final, and at different stages throughout the season, it was prominent that our back door was open to be tampered with. What have we done to change that going forward into this season? Absolutely. Well, look, at the, the, the Mayo management team, I'm sure, have been you know very, very busy since the 11th of September when we were... You know, we were really ripped open, ripped wide open in very unceremonious fashion by Tyrone, you know, in a very, you know, public way. But, you know, I suppose the thing that, you know, you know, hurt me the most about the All-Ireland final loss to Tyrone was just the the real limp um, you know, the, the, the cowardly nature of the loss, you know, and I, I, I would never like to be, you know, too hard on this Mayo team or whatever, but I think we need to be we need to be completely honest here. We were ripped open and things are going to have to change now into 2022. And you get the sense, you know, just from, you know, the, the, the few inbreds on, at grassroots level who I have been chatting to on the on the, on the ground and out in the, the roads and the backwaters of Mayo over the last couple of weeks, you know, that you know their patience is running thin and they want you know this Mayo team to succeed and they want them to do it quickly you know so you can only hope that you know what James Horn and the the Mangers have put in over the winter that that's going to come to fruition now like you know we 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 all saw James Horn you know begging on his knees he was he was he was he was on his knees on front of Oshin Mullen as he uh you know tried to board that plane to Australia you know and and that image you know, should be one that is is rooted well, you know, firmly into the the the, the minds of Mayo supporters is James Horan, you know, pleading with uh, Oshin Mullen to stay, and and that's obviously a huge bonus for us going into the new year. You know, he'll plug many a hole. I I, I have a feeling in 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 all corners of the county now over the coming months. A hundred percent, Fat Larry, and I suppose he has been a hotbed topic for inbreds around the county. They've been wondering what is exactly going on with this young guy and. The timing of the announcement that he was going to stay was particularly poignant in my opinion now because it was on the eve, on the cusp 
of the famous 19 Mullen being won in or around the Castle Bar vicinity. So there has been some suggestions made that this 19 Mullen could have been put towards keeping our own Mullen in the county. Yeah. Do you think he's worth that much, Fat Larry? Well, of course, that's the number he wore in last year's All-Ireland final as well. We were, you know, we were made aware of that by a number of, of half-bakes, you know, in the... In the, in the days after that decision but certainly you know this guy is you know he's well capable of, of plugging you know many holes and, and they are many in this Mayo team as we saw against Tyrone there's mm-hmm. there's an awful there's an awful job of work to be done there but you know it's great to see you know a new year and again you know there's lots of new you know fresh meat in this Mayo team to for us to get our chops around and to you know to hopefully you know build up and then you know cut the legs from under then towards the end of the year you know that that beautiful cycle of a Mayo supporter you know we're, we're just looking to really inflate these guys you know your your Sam Callanans and your 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 Daniel McHugh's and these guys who have come in this year you know hopefully they have a really good league and then you know that'll that'll give us an opportunity to slate them come the summer. And there's one guy in particular, Fat Larry, who I haven't had the opportunity to rip right into for about two years at this stage, and that would be your own firm favourite and a, a fan of this podcast, I do believe, Jason Dorothy from the Burzul Club. Mm. Jason Dorothy now has been through the mill when it comes to injuries, but that is only a fraction of what he's about to go through in 2022 because he knows as well as anybody the five minutes grace he's going to get when he returns will be beautiful, it'll be pleasurable, but every oncoming minute after that will be abusive. And I suppose Mm. he's lucky in a way that the county board have issued the directive to take all games out of McHale Park for how inbred the fans have been acting there over the last four, five, six seasons. I suppose it was only high time that the decision was made to starve the fans of a bit of league action and, you know, protect the players. So going forward into the future, I could see Mayo playing all league games away from home, playing them in a different country if possible, playing them in the dome, maybe even lifting the dome up off the ground and having it hovering around in the sky like a like a apprentice spaceship. I mean, who'd have thought five years ago we'd be playing in an inflatable arse dome and beacon? What's to say in another five that dome couldn't be on Mars with Elon Musk referee in the game? There's a, there's a lot to chew over, Fat Larry. There is. The, My mind has yeah, been racing the, about the this sky, issue. The sky is the limit for this, you know, this this whole Mayo project, this this James Horn project that we've heard so much about. But, you know, when you can pay 19 million euro to one of your best players to keep them at home, you know, really and truly, there, there must be an absolute wash of cash running around this Mayo team. And, you know, hopefully, I'm sure there'll be other players in that Mayo squad now who'll be, you know, obviously keep one eye on you know the, the Monaghan's and the Tyrone's and the, the Kerry's and the Dublin's of this world but I'm sure they'll also be keeping a, a little eye on their bank account as well just to see you know if there's going to be any you know little incentive or you know a, a, a little a little golden nugget to maybe keep them playing football and to keep them showing up you know and, and hopefully those guys get get what they get what they want just to to bring back to the point that you made earlier you know I suppose those two words, Jason Dorothy, you know, those, you know, those words do all sorts of weird things to me, uh, TJ. And, and and those two words actually are, are two that I haven't had the chance to say in a very long time. And I'm, I'm, I suppose I've been overcome with all sorts of, you know, wide ranging emotions here, folks, as I, as I talk into this microphone. It's hard. It is. And I mean, it's going to create all kinds of dilemmas for Mayo supporters. I, I mean, thank God you know, we're not playing in McHale Park on, on Sunday against Donegal, you know, when you consider the thought of, you know, and you cast your mind for Owen McLaughlin, like, 
wow. you know, it's you know they're really not going to make it easy on us as Mayo supporters to you know to 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 keep our heads you know while supporting this team. Correct. That's a caliber of players there with a. We're gagging for cock at this stage. Correct, Fat Larry. I have to echo those sentiments. There's a a certain caliber of player you've described there who bring that sort of je ne sais quoi that that little bit of spunk and jizz that you're looking forward to in the full forward line and right the way throughout the pitch from number one right up to number 47, 48, mm. 69 however many you have Jeez involved really. absolutely now Mikhail Park we've talked about it at length and we haven't given it its due respect whatsoever in any way shape or form we should not be calling it Mikhail Park anymore Fat Larry I do believe it is the Hastings Insurance Brokers Limited and Friends Pork Elvery, Sean McHale, Castle Bar, I believe is the full title dome in thrown in it there at the end. But I, for one, would be, I suppose, if these concerns haven't been aired already, I would be here to suggest, of course, only a suggestion now that McHale Park become permanently closed. And when we have the whole COVID-19 is after blown over us there nicely, what we can do is we can get down to vaccinating people against the real pandemic, Mayo fever. Because I'm looking at Fat Larry here at this hour of the year and he's got a look in his eyes, a look of a look of want. And I'm sure people listening to this podcast, they'll know the people who I'm talking about. They might be in sitting in their company and they might be thinking to themselves, this guy is stone mad for Sam. And if he doesn't get it this year, I don't know what's going to happen mm. to him. We've known for a long time, like all the way through this pandemic, we were all a little bit in denial, TJ, I feel. You know, you know, COVID was what everyone was talking about. But deep, deep down, you know, deep in our waters, we knew that the big threat for all of us and the big issue that we all, you know, walk around with and, and I feel carry on, on our backs on a day-to-day basis. And it can be a very heavy burden for some people to carry is this you know, this, you know, lifelong, you know, struggle to carry Mayo fever with them. And, and you know, we know that a, a cure is, is, is so close, but yet, again, we start at the bottom of the hill here in 2022 and, you know, the vaccine is as far away as ever. You know, we're probably looking at seven, eight months until we have a bit of a breakthrough and, and you never know, it might we might have to wait longer. But, you know, I, for one, I'm, I'm, I'm fervent in my... In my uh, opinion that this this show will go on as long as as long as Mayo keep messing up all Ireland finals I'm I'm going to be here and I I'm only getting more unwell now by the year I suppose a lot of listeners would have pictured myself and Fat Larry jaunting off into the sunset riding bareback on two noble steeds as we looked back on our time of podcasting and said to ourselves those guys really were the driving factor that got this team over the line in the end and that of course would be our goal going forward this year that we would be the guys who you know get the team motivated in such a way and I've always found that when it comes to the carrot and the stick approach if you're going to use the carrot, you better be shoving it somewhere where the sun don't shine because it's the stick all the way for me. You need to abuse, abuse and abuse, fellas, to get the best out of them. And I think I haven't sat down personally with James Horn over the last number of seasons, but I think that would be to the forefront of his mind as well. And on what you were saying, Fat Larry, a few minutes ago, the little golden nuggets or the ball of coins or the, the silver coin that graces the palm of Ushin Mullen, there's other guys who are cashing in on their newfound fame. Mm-hmm. There's young lads driving new buses down in Clare Morris up in Belmullet, right the length and breadth of the country of Wayo. But two young men, young used liberally there, two young men who haven't gotten that due respect shown, Fat Larry, would be myself and yourself in, in one regard, I would suggest. You know, it's been great, I suppose. We've... In our, in our six years of recording podcasts here, 
you know, we've picked up a lot of accolades, a lot of a lot of you know awards, a lot a lot of you know nice you know Waterford crystal vases and and, and jugs and, and fancy teacups and what have you. But you know none of that puts puts uh, puts meat and veg on on my plate and your plate, TJ. And you know it, it's amazing to think really. You know what's the one way to a young Mayo lad's heart? You know you buy him a new bus to go diffing in. You know that's and and it just shows the effectiveness of that in in keeping these young lads sweet and keeping them in the team. Just put four wheels under them, you know, and they're happy out. And and you know me and you are no different, TJ. So you know I suppose if if Pat Kelly or Stephen Rochford Motors there or you know Jerry Casey or any of them are out there and you know they've a, a couple of buses lying around the the forecourt that need to be used you know absolutely we're here and, and, and we're ready to go we would love to take the Mayo back shagging wagon out over the summer as our long winded tour of the country looks set to continue we obviously won't be heading to McHale Park for any time soon so it's going to be up and down the country of Ireland we shall be travelling and to get that shagging wagon back on the road the fans will love to see it as it pulls up to games a week, sometimes even a fortnight before the game is on. And myself and yourself will be setting up a little, pitching a little tent, as it were, and having a few cans around the campfire, as it were. And that's where I will love to see myself now in a couple of weeks' time, once we get on the ground and we hit the ground running. Now, I suppose we are on the cusp of a huge weekend. We mm-hmm. have the, the Sra Alliance, National Alliance Sra Leagues, which are to be expected, to not be expected, to be going on this weekend. And you can expect Mayo to name a very changed team from the team that started the All-Ireland Final. And their dummy team was named very early in the week, was, Fat Larry. Yeah, there's some, there's some real, you know, there's some names in there that just kind of, you know, they, they scream, you know, dummy team, you know, particularly when... You know, you've Aidan O'Shea named amongst the subs. I mean, that guy, you know, as long as that guy is playing for Mayo, that, that man ain't a sub. You know, I, I didn't like that towards the end of last year. You know, I, I say, come hell or high water, no matter how injured or out of form that guy is, you plonk him in midfield and he's there to stay. You know, as long as, you know, as long as Clare Island is there, you know, as long as Crow Patrick is standing over Clue Bay, you know, Aidan O'Shea will be in this Mayo team for me. And, and I think he needs to get in the starting side. You know, great to see his older brother Connor there, obviously, out around the middle of the field. You know, there's some new guys getting their opportunities as well the next day. You know, you have young guys there, you know, up and coming players like, obviously, Stephen, Stephen Cohn. Of course, Stephen Cohn getting a, a crack at it, which is nice to see. It's always nice to see him get some game time. You've got. You know, Rob Henley, you know, who's, you know, might, you know, come out from under the shadow of David Clark this year and, and stake a claim for the number one jersey in the Mayo team. Conroy Loftus, another man in midfield mm. who I'd love to see, you know... You'd love to see more of him. I'd love to see you? him getting the bit between his teeth. And although he has played well over half a century of games for Mayo, I do believe he's going to have an excellent debut this weekend. I think so, yeah. It's his, you know, for, at the very least, it is his debut for this year, and indeed at most... You know, so it's great to see so many new, you know, new names in the Mayo team and you know, you've got the old guys there, you know, as we said prior to this, you know, you've you've experience in there. Donald McHugh, of course, is a guy who's been round the block many, many times. Of course, he, you know, won an All Ireland with Donegal back in the nineties. And his son, of course, is is lining out for um Donegal as well, Ryan McHugh. So that'll be a very interesting it'll matchup. Spice, it'll be a spicy How he's going to sure, mark yeah. his own son when the ball gets thrown in and the chips are down. Now we can't really talk about the big talking point that is Aidan O'Shea Fat Larry without dipping into some of the absolute shit talk that's been sent to us via WhatsApp. I've had messages, videos, pictures, images, none of them that one 
ones that I wanted to see, but they've been coming my way and the phone has been absolutely hopping. We're here to shed a bit of light and a bit of clarity on this issue. And of course, it didn't come from us. It came from a loyal listener, a totally half-baked listener, as it were. He says that... Aidan O'Shea did not leave any WhatsApps recently. This is absolute nonsense. It's categorical nonsense. The only thing that's happened, there's been a little bit of a telecommunications error. Apparently, he was out for a little winter dip over the last few weeks, dropped his phone into the sea. And the salt water in the sea, as you may or may not Mm. know, Fat Larry, the salt water can affect the phone. Even if the phone is said to be waterproof, the salt water can get into the phone. No more than the salty Mayo fans get into the minds of the players. The salt water gets into the phone and it infiltrates it in such a way where it circumvents it into such a position that the phone ceases to work for a period of time. And I think that's all that's going on here. Everything is rosy in the garden. Otherwise, we have a fully fit squad. We have a fabulous, fabulous facility in the the Air Dome. Thank you, John Prenti, our overlord for that. We have, you know, a fabulous financial crisis going on at home that our new chairman is happy to just sweep over and fill the Mayo Imreds and half-bakes around the country with that little bit of hope. And the little bit of hope is all we need. And if you do hear an absence of hope in tonight's podcast, Remember the Mayo GA fans calendar year. January, February and March are the three months for ripping into these players. Absolutely excoriating them and abusing them online, offline, in the street, wherever they may go. May, June, July then, that's when we start getting a lot sweeter. And in fact, Fat Larry, we may have to shake things up this year because by July... We will be partying in the county town with Sam Maguire above our heads. Absolutely. So we need to probably bring that little bit of po- blind positivity and, I suppose, euphoric inbredness to the table a little bit earlier than in other years. You know, the, the cycle of a, a Mayo inbred is constantly changing. You know, when you think of, you know, a couple of years ago, Mayo fans were always looking to peak themselves around September. And, you know, then obviously they had to peak at Christmas time, which is obviously, you know, that brought its own challenges Last year we were told we needed to peak ourselves in September and now this year, you know, all going well, we'll be winning in All-Ireland in July. So I suppose as a supporters group, you know, we need to be very, you know, flexible and I think I would I would implore to every Mayo inbred out there now at the minute just to, to really, you know, to really immerse yourself in Mayo now over the next couple of weeks, you know, starting off now. Today and the eve of the the Shra Alliance National Football League Rhinehane Division One taking place tomorrow against Donegal, you know I would be watching four to five you know Mayo games you know maybe an an old Donegal game you know maybe Kevin McLaughlin taking ten steps and banging the ball over the bar a couple of years ago, you know maybe you know watching. Jason Dorothy's last game for Mayo against Donegal in McHale Park in the Sugar Eights back who in 2019. Forget, sorry to interject, Fat Larry, but it was I, very I, wet I that day. Couldn't hold it back. Who who was you or who yeah. would forget Barry Moore and Big Barry Barry Moran's performance on the edge of the square when he took the sweeping brush clean out from the dressing room with him. Stephen Cluxton's brush that had been used for so many sweep downs and other activities involving Des Cal. Barry Moran wrangled that brush right out of Des Cahill and brought it right out onto the pitch with him and he swept high and he swept low and he kept those big men in the Donegal full forward line quiet. Will Mayo have big men now to do that job this weekend? Do we have enough big strong guys? Because I know we have a lot of young, fine, fit, fabulous guys but do we have enough big, strong, fine fellas if I, you know what I mean? I feel we do. Like, I mean, you know, I suppose the big absence in, in the, the, the Mayo team this weekend for the game against Donegal, you know, is 
is Matty Ruan, of course, our our old star midfielder. You know, and and we're currently without him. Of course, he's uh, currently working through his you know winter big booty program, which he has been working so hard on since the All Ireland final. And you no, know, I personally can't wait to see him back. You know, I've been hearing reports that he's looking fine, fine and big. Um, and, and and that really has wet my appetite for the, for the new season. But, you know, you have other fine big boys in there as well. Like, you know, TJ, I don't know if we'll get the time on this podcast today, but, you know, a firm favourite of, of myself and TJ down through the years, you know, when it comes to the first, season, the first episode of any new season, myself and TJ love to sit down and... You know, we like to look at look at our players to watch for the year ahead, you know, and I suppose we probably have done that, you know, naturally through our discussion over the last 20 minutes or so. But, you know, one big boy in this Mayo team who I'm, you know, really looking to see impose himself physically on this, on this you know, Mayo team in 2022 is Fergal Boland. You know, he's a guy who, you know, you talked about Stephen Cohen and... You know, Conor Loftus, who obviously, of course, were on Mayo's under-21 All-Ireland winning team, you know, only last year. You know, he was another member of that team. And I know he's a big physical guy who could impose himself on the team. You know, and, and another big guy, you know, who, who we're very much looking forward to seeing, you know, for Mayo this year now is, um, you know, Tommy Conroy. You know, he's getting bigger all the time. You know, we're, we're you know, we're watching him grow into a fine, fine big fella now. And I think, you know, with with his new bus under him, you know, who who's to say, you know, this guy could be, this guy could win in All-Ireland. You know, he's our vice captain in, in 2022. You know, if Stephen Cohen was to, you know, have a, have an accident while out diffing or you know if he was to pick up an injury while driving his bus you know we could all manifest you know Tommy Conroy walking up the steps of the Hogan stand and 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 you can only imagine what state the Mayo inbreds will be on on the pitch below looking up at him now fat larry there's a serious level of critical thinking and you know very clear and concise analysis coming from you there and and I do love yeah. to hear it and the fans at home they should be feeling quite lucky and quite blessed to be hearing such high level analysis for free this season of course yeah. we're not going to be what's the term selling out like some of the other podcasts on the market an absolute disgrace some of those podcasts that put money before mayo of course we're here doing it for the love doing it for the love and I suppose the pain and the torturous element of it as well but as you mentioned these young guys getting bigger and stronger I suppose we do love to see that development a young guy coming in and putting on the putting on the few pounds as it were going from Cocoa Pops to Weetabix on to performance enhancing drugs and mm. using those steroids in a very performance enhancing way ethical, getting themselves yeah. into a right good ethically monogamous place come the championship this season and it is going to be a topsy-turvy season I suppose we'll be coming with you for all of the highs and the lows and you'll be coming together with us and we'll all be, you know, making our little merry way along this journey and hopping on and off the bandwagon at various stages, I suppose. If there's any new listeners out there, any unwells that are still listening at this venture, I suppose we'd invite you to join the Mayo Are Back diaspora on Twitter or Instagram. You can even become a cordial Mayo Are Back and I should say at this venture to those loyal, loyal fans and hearty half-bakes right the way around Mayo who are waiting on those cards they will be with you in the very close future I suppose as Fat Larry alluded to earlier on the podcast we were in a low low place after the Mm. All-Ireland final last year how those Mayo boys could go back training and working hard is hard to imagine when I personally couldn't even get out of bed for about four and a half months yeah 
Well, but to those guys out there, you know, it's it's to me, it's it's a little bit like you know the the lads going out buying the bitcoins or going out, you know, buying the you know the the cryptocurrency. Like I I feel like our our Corja Mayo or back cards, you know, kind of have that effect, you know, on a Mayo inbred. You know, if if making money is is what the lads in the suits are, you know, interested in, you know, these cards are definitely the the, the Mayo equivalent. So you know that 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 card, you know, that that we forgot and and we are very you know apologetic that we didn't manage to get around to sending those out but but that card is just going to multiply in value now as the 2022 season rolls around correct and, and that card is going to be you know so valuable for you you know when it comes to connecting with you know fellow half bakes and inbreds not just from mayo but these cards have you know there, there's there's inbreds in sligo and donegal and but listen to Clare with these things the amount of perks that come with it as well the perks Amazing. that card owners don't even know about yet for example if you have a mayo cordier back card on your person and you see a mayo panelist you're allowed to go up and hug them mm. if they question you on that you just need to produce the card say you have permission to do it there's other uh, significant ones as well whereby if you're at a club game or even a even a quiet county game you can march onto the pitch and shoulder one referee if you have your mayo or back season card in your arse pocket so remember that going forward folks don't go out anywhere without it and as Fat Larry mentioned, the crypto element of things there, if you're looking to make yourself a quick book, I myself have put 1951 euros behind this little project. I'm going buying Mayo gear, hats, flags, scarves, headbands, little wristbands, Mayo socks, jocks, the whole shoot and match. And that kind of gear now, okay, it's going to cost you one or two euro now on a match day. One of the most feverish inbreds will come up mm. to you. They put £50 in your hand just to pull the Mayo jocks off you. Yeah. That's been my experience in and around Crow Park well, anyways. We saw it last year before the final. I saw guys, you know, heading to ATMs and, and taking out, you know, crisp €20 Euro and €50 Euro notes just to buy, you know, one-off novelty Mayo flags and headbands and, and cowboy hats and what have you. You know, it's, it's amazing, really, the power that Mayo fever has over an inbred and I, you know, I, I suppose when, when we talk about Mayo inbreds and when we talk about people who are completely and utterly unwell, and as as you mentioned there a couple of minutes ago, TJ, about you know the the lack of maybe positivity, you know, there's a there's a bit of doom and gloom really about Mayo football, you know, after the 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 end of the 2021 season. Of course, it didn't go our way, but there are some good news stories out there in Mayo GA. We would just like to, I suppose, take this opportunity to extend. Hearty congratulations and well wishes to the Castlebar Mitchells ladies team who are here, here. in an All-Ireland Intermediate Final. It's a complete disgrace. The game is being, a, it's, it's not taking place in Crow Park, which I think is, is a farce. But it is nice to see that Mayo are taking on a Dublin team in the neutral venue of Galway. So that, you know, I suppose it'll be one trip to Galway that we will be happy to make. We hope that goes well. And also, you know, that, that team is, you know, obviously manged by one of, you know, one of the great Mayo half-bakes out there, you know, a firm supporter of ours, Finton Kane, a guy who you know, is, a, is a great interactor with us here at Mayo or back, a lifelong supporter. And now, as we've learned, you know, elite manger. You know, this guy, this guy could be taking over the reins from James Horan at the end of the season. I would love to see him maybe even added to that mangerman ticket because it seems that the new trend this year, guys, is the more mangers, the better. We said in the early seasons when this podcast was in its infancy that two mangers were to be better than one. Mm. That theory went 
out the back window very very quickly but there's other clubs around who are testing three four maybe five mangers could do the tick do the trick on the ticket in this particular year so I would echo Fat Larry's sediments and you can see the the high level of caliber that this manger has because it's clear that his and Fat Larry's and kind of the Mayor back fingerprints are all over this team in whatever way you deem that comment to make any sense so we would love to wish them all the very best of luck as they take the field mm. and I of suppose course you also have you know Kilmina you know who are lest we forget you know absolutely and I was interested to hear that James Horan say that you know Kilmina's involvement in the All-Ireland Junior Championship of course has affected you know his preparations his own preparations so obviously James Horan has plans to bring five or six of those Kilmina players into the Mayo team into when the fold. you know and, and that can only be expected you know there's you know, with, with the level of success that that team has had. So hopefully, you know, they, you know, their success, it's great to see them doing well, but hopefully those lads, you know, get back in now with the Mayo team very, very soon because they're, you know, I suppose they're hampering our chances in Division 1 now by being away. Do you know what's a disgrace, Fat Larry? What? I'm trying to think now. Can you think of any? There has to be a few. Yeah, no, there definitely is. And I suppose while you're thinking away there, you know, I suppose for ourselves, you know, there might be new listeners to this podcast who might never have listened to us before and who might be, you know, waiting or expecting us now to, I suppose, talk about the Donegal game or the Division 1 games that are coming up. They might want us to say the times and the dates and the venues of all the teams that Mayo will be playing and, you know, maybe identify four or five key areas that may only to improve on in the National League, you know, in order for us to have a, a fruitful championship. You can expect absolutely none of that here, guys. So if that's what you're looking for, and I, I know for a fact that the majority of the people that are here are not looking for any of that, you'll have to go elsewhere. You'll probably have to go and hear, you know, the Mayor News uh, Patreon page. You can hear James Horn getting bullied by Mike Finnerty there for five euro a month if you're interested. But everything you hear here is it's free. It's off the record. There's truths. There's half truths. There's some you know outlandish statements. There's some things that could get us into a huge amount of bother. You know potentially you know the legality of some of the stuff we say here is 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 very questionable. But touch wood. Now we haven't got ourselves in any bother yet. Um, and I know from talking to a few inbreds over the Christmas there, you know, between between the COVID, you know, they were delighted to hear that Mayo are back was coming back for another season and, and, and are looking for us to even delve even deeper and become more unwell. And, you know, that's very reassuring to hear as well, do you know? I think that will happen, Fat Larry. I think the long-term listeners of this podcast will know that over 50 or so episodes, our, I suppose, mental state has declined into uh, an unruly area of... I suppose Mayo madness as it were is all I could describe it as it's kind of consumed our lives in Mm -hmm. in many ways we often said that when this beautiful journey this quest that we've been Mm. on finally does come to a close it'll be good night and curtains from us our work here will be done but until that day Fat Larry we will be here trudging away pulling the stone for all of you inbreds across the length and breadth of Mayo and before I you know give you any credit whatsoever to the the long-term listeners I do want to call them out and fans of Mayo at large and call them a disgrace just to get the ball rolling you know for the season ahead and get the get the clicks and get the interactions up I'd just like to firmly state my belief that all of you as Mayo fans you're an absolute disgrace
Absolutely. I think we've always performed better here, you know, when when the players are slating the supporters and the supporters are slating each other, when nobody can get along, when it's everything a, a is a symbiotic down. relationship of abuse. In, in, in our own kind of weird fucked up way here in Mayo, that seems to be what gets the best out of our players. And it's, you know, when we think back to the All-Ireland final, you think of the two weeks leading up to that game, you had this huge euphoria after we beat the dubs. Everyone was so positive about Mayo football. Everybody was, you know, saying how this final was going to be a foregone conclusion, that we were going to win quite easily. You saw what happened. You know, it was, you know, it's much more beneficial to us to be, you know, doubting these Mayo players and to remind them regularly of, you know, how unsuccessful they have been over the last 69 or so years. You know, because I really feel that's what gets under their skin, and and you know, an an angry Mayo player is a dangerous. That's a dangerous beast. That's a that's a, you know, that that that's something that's very hard to tame. They say if you back a Mayo player into a corner, he'll come out swinging. And I've often mm. tried, Fat Larry, but I've never had any great success with it. We'll go on though. Twenty twenty two is a new year, and we would, you know, we would say to any listeners out there if they get the opportunity to to get one of these Mayo players in the corner in whatever which way over the next year or so, be it, you know, for, for an interview or with a microphone or selfie maybe or for whatever else you might want to do, you know, do it and really, you know, get them get them going because I think that's, that's you know, it's going to do us a lot of good in the long term. Now, with this venture, Fat Larry, I suppose it's high time to welcome all our listeners to the Mayo Are Back podcast. Of course. Um, the introductory Happy phase New of this year, podcast. as well. Yeah, of course, I echo those sentiments uh, at 100% but I suppose the introductory phase of this podcast is kind of winding down to a close at this stage and the fans will be wondering what's coming up on today's show well I suppose not a lot really at this point no, I feel I like we're going to maybe not talk about the Donegal game anymore not talk about any of the other scandals consuming everyone in Mayo we've you know we've tried to get some of our fans involved with our little bit of Instagram interaction there but I suppose we'd like to extend the hand of friendship to all Mayo inbreds to get in touch and let us know what you want from us for the coming season now we mightn't do it but do let us know what you want the the DMs are always open for your suggestions and your I suppose your criticisms constructive and otherwise we're we're a listening ear that's always there Fat Larry of course and we're you know we're always very very open as as you know here this podcast we're we're very open to getting you know different contributors and different people on board and you know if you feel that you are you know in a position to come on here and, and add your tuppence worth and uh, and, and you know improve this podcast in any way by all means get in touch with us on Instagram or Twitter there's a high chance we'll refuse or just not get back to you but you know, if anyone out there is really interested in coming along you know if there's any retired Mayo players out there or you know any Mayo players who are a little bit disenfranchised or you know, deluded you know in themselves you know regarding not being on the panel or whatever and you know, if they would like to to get something off their chest in whatever which way, you know that the hand of friendship and there'll be an open hug and, and a warm embrace for you here at the Mayor Back Podcast because you will be very much, you know, at one with us here as as you know, real, I suppose, unwell half cast, half unwell inbreds, if you want to call us that, you know. I mean you're very welcome here. That's a very fair suggestion to make. And as Fat Larry extends the hand of friendship, I suppose I am the one extending the open biscuit tin. 
It's mm-hmm. empty after the Christmas, the USA biscuits are at, and I'll be shaking it around as long as the summer is. And, you know, if you want to grace that with a euro or two, just to, you know, keep the legal fees at bay. And likewise, if any of you want to send in any money to for us to make favourable comments about you, you know, we're always open to corruption. Like, with all power yeah. comes great corruption, and we haven't corrupted ourselves just yet, but I'd say that could be the difference between making the difference this season and not. Absolutely. And I suppose before we finish up here this evening now, as as the introduction just comes to an end and we, we get to the very, very end of this podcast, I I suppose it'll be a good time for us now to maybe give our predictions for the year ahead. Correct. Um, I think, you know, if my prediction for the Allianz League Division 1, I think Mayo are going to win that one. What um, about Connacht, Fatlari? Connacht, I'm going to... Give Mayo my vote on this one. It's Mayo all the way in the Connacht Championship. Okay, and that leaves one more. Who do you think will win the All-Ireland Series? Mayo, for me, yeah, it's Mayo. And I think Footballer of the Year, I'm going to go for um, Killian O'Connor for Footballer of the Year. And Young Footballer of the Year? Um, Young Footballer of the Year, I, I think he's been unlucky over the last couple of years, but I think Conor Loftus... He's due his he's due his reward this year for me. So they're my predictions for for twenty twenty two. You've heard it here first, folks. Fat Larry has put his neck on the chopping block. That particularly thick mm-hmm. neck of his is on the chopping block, ready to be kicked around by Mayo fans and fans from all around the country. I suppose it would be remissive of us and rude of us not to wish the very best of luck to our near neighbours as they look forward to life in Division Two this weekend. <laughs> Galway and Roscommon, best of luck down there, boys. Hopefully won't see either of you coming back up anytime soon. So, I think now, by rights, you know, there probably is an awful lot more to discuss, you know, and, and it's been a long winter and there's been loads of stories and loads of, you know, changes and, you know, new managerial appointments in, in different Mayo clubs and, you know, different, you know, appointments and scandals, as you said, TJ. But frankly, I'm not arsed talking about them and I'm getting a bit tired now. So I think it's time to, you know, get to the end of this podcast. And I know for me, I'm going to get off here now and I'm going to head down and I'm going to I'm gonna put on YouTube and I'm thinking maybe watch four or five Mayo games back to back and maybe put in a couple of Mayo songs as well just to get the, the juice flowing again at the start of the year well listen to this folks it's Friday night the pubs are back opened and Fat Larry and TJ are sitting within in the recording studio gritting and grinding and grafting our way through the first episode of this podcast I often feel Fat Larry if the Mayo panellists and the Mayo mangership ticket at large had even half the motivation that we have that we'd have had Sam in the bag yeah. long, long, long ago. You know, I suppose one thing the inbreds never see is the hard graft that me and you put a, put in behind the scenes here. You know, when you think of the, the hours and hours that go into preparation. preparation and, you know, getting the body and the mind, you know, in, in a suitably a unwell suitable place. state to record these podcasts. You know, it's, it's amazing that we have been doing it for so long. And, and I suppose before... I finish up, I would just like to congratulate you, TJ, for your longevity and your, you know, in, insatiable thirst for Mayo inbreeding and for Mayo football. I think you're an absolute credit and fair play to you and well done. And I think you deserve 
a massive pat on the back here. Fat Larry, you'd bring a tear to an old stone with that sort of talk now. You have me in an emotional state. At this stage now, I, I suppose I'd like to firstly echo those sediments, those highly, highly complimentary sediments. I'd echo them wide, far and wide if I could. And I suppose, you know, all I can say to you, Fat Larry, is you were the one who took the time out of your ever increasingly growingly busy schedule and you made the, the commitment to come in here now down here this evening. So, Fat Larry, if it was possible as the course of the season goes on we don't know what sort of shape this Mayo team will be in but I'm sure the listeners at home would love to hear your tuppence worth on how this Mayo team are going and you might bring your meat and two veg down into the studio again for a proper dissection discuss, dissection bisection and discussion of Mayo GA at large yeah, yeah would you be you'd be open to that I idea I would be open to that yeah no doubt you know if you if you come back for our next podcast we you know we might get into a bit of detail and, and I promise the listeners that I will analyse this Donegal team and this Mayo team in great detail in the uh, the review podcast of this game I think that would be a fitting time to do it that's going to do 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 it for this evening from myself TJ thank you very much for listening Fat Larry thank you very much Inbreds Great to be back for another year. We hope it's going to be another long and windy road, which inevitably excites us all and gets us all, you know, very manifested, but ultimately ends in just falling a little bit short. But at least that will mean we can come back for another season. Now we've manifested ourselves for long enough. It's time to go off and manifest each other. Up Mayo, Mayo do do do. Good start, buddy! Heartbreaking. It's a free from Terry right in the middle of the pitch. Who's been fouled? Brian Sheehan. Who's the person who'll take it? Brian Sheehan. Who's the best long range kicker on the Kerry team? Brian Sheehan. He has stolen the yard or two. Watch him. He's stealing yards. He's stealing yards. He needs to get back. Get back. That's the call. Cues Kerry Hurism as they want to say. Brian Sheehan. Put those in capital letters. Kerry to win it with Brian Sheehan. Sheehan. He goes. Keep going, keep going, keep going. It's all over. One time. It's all over. We're going to have to do it all over again next Saturday evening. One more time. Get back. Get back. He's stealing yards. He needs to get back. Get back. That game had everything that you want to see except a male win.